0: for the of them we back at us ship it out proper we get it back and billy can got niggas be hating but touch down man my guys got to go get it my eyes on the prize 20s and 50s and all you niggas be bluffing you know we ain't in it we get the work for the lord and we back at us ship it out proper we get it back and billy can got niggas be hating and i don't know why i don't know why drop on my guys got to go get it my eyes on the prize
1: woo okay okay okay, okay. You go listen to it when you can. You go listen to it when you can. Okay, listen. Hello, how y'all doing? Welcome, thank you for listening to The Roundtable. I am your host, Alex Butaro, a.k.a. Sally Gutters. You already know what time it is. I'm the fucking standout weatherman you I'm also fucking the fucking hype man for my boys. King for fucking multiple people, Rico. You name it, I fucking bring it. Now, the reason why I'm fucking here is because we are at the halftime. Oh my god, my voice... Wow, that just came out wrong, <clears throat> okay, anyway, Woo. okay, so, now, the reason why we are back here at the round table is because we are at the halftime of the NFL season, now, with me today, bringing out the honest opinions of what the fuck is going on in the sports world today, I have my boy with me, my co-host, Brian McHugh, tell him what's up, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah, what's good, I uh, glad to be back.
1: Of course, you know I have to bring you back for the sports. You already know what it is. Let's do it. Okay, so listen, let's jump right into it because I don't want to waste anybody's fucking time. Let's just fucking speak out on what the fuck is going on, and let's be fucking honest. I got a surprise pick for, you know, the first seven weeks of the year about to go into week eight, you know? And my surprise pick... It's the Jacksonville fucking Jaguars, Brian. I got to be honest with you. They're looking like pure dog shit. It's like, it blows my mind. You go to the fucking AFC Championship against the Patriots. You're this close to going to the Super Bowl, if I'm not correct. They
0: they had a double-digit lead in that game in the second half.
1: So you're this close to going to the Super Bowl, right? Now we're into this season, the first seven weeks, about to go into week eight. They lose three straight games in a row. They bench Blake Bortles this past weekend, and now they look like they're in a state of fucking disarray because they had a huge confrontation even after the game that even reporters couldn't even go back to the backstage to even speak to the players of Jacksonville. And to be honest with you, this is fucking ridiculous. They have the best defense in the league. And they really relied, and they extended, hold on, they believed in this guy, Blake Bortles. I've told you this, what, how many years ago? How many years ago have I brought this guy up that he's pure garbage, (laughs) This guy is not even, uh, I can't even consider him uh, a mid-level QB, he's a straight bust, I don't even know why they fucking extended him, but they fucking did, but fuck it, I don't give a shit. Now, do you have anything to say on the Jacksonville Jaguars?
0: It's been pathetic. They haven't—they haven't just lost those games. They've been getting straight out hurt in those games. They, they got lost, annihilated. They last lost week. twenty to seven, and it wasn't even that close to Houston last week. They lost forty to seven to Dallas, thirty to fourteen to the Chiefs. Their last good win was against the Jets, and the Jets weren't like. Don't
1: get me wrong. Week. You played the Chiefs, so that's a, You know that's a good team that you guys played. Yeah, you lost to them. Okay, that's one thing. But then you lose to Dallas, get your ass kicked against Dallas. And then, who did they play last week? Uh, Houston. Houston, and they get their ass kicked to, to a mid-average team. They're not a good team this year. They've shown that the Houston Texans are proven to be not a good team this year. And Jacksonville Jaguars have just kept their mouths nonstop gabbing, specifically Jalen Ramsey, your boy. Jalen Ramsey still just like not stop talking, keeping his fucking mouth shut next time because they've lost three straight. He does not know when to shut the fuck up.
0: It's like as soon as they beat New England, they just lost any. Instead of gaining momentum, they lost momentum. Oh, they completely—they went from lost two and zero tracks. to now three and four overall. one yeah. and four in their last five. And that is
1: absolutely correct. Now, Bry, I know you have a. Let's be fucking honest.
0: Surprise pick, give it to me. I do, and I'm gonna go in the opposite way. Instead of a team that's surprising us negatively, I'm gonna go with the Browns, who are surprisingly okay. Playing they're two very and four. Well. They're two and four. What two do four, you like? Two four and one. I just got one word: Baker.
1: Baker. Okay. He <laughs> what, has what lived like up Baker to so all
0: the hype. I mean, you gotta think this kid has played in five games, started four. He is two and three, but he could easily be four and one. His defense let him down. Yeah, there. what
1: he went into what two overtime games, or three games? Overtime two overtimes
0: games? where he's his offense put up forty two points and the defense gave up forty five to Oakland in a loss, losing 45-42. They lost last week on a sixty yard field goal to Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's. Still, I mean, you know that's still this kid me could away. be four one. I put and money right on
1: that game and I still can't
0: believe Baker lost. This kid lost could them. be four and one right now. This yeah. team could be four two and one overall. And you in know, first who has more wins than him though? Sam fucking Darnold.
1: That's what I got to
0: say about that. He does. He's got one more win. He's got one more win. But he's also got two more starts.
1: Yes. No, agreed. Agreed. No, no. no. I I got to a little bit agree with you. You know, Baker, you know, being the number one pick, showing what he's really made of. He did not start the, what, first two games. First two came in as a sub
0: in the third game. Sub in the the
1: third game because Tyrod got hurt to against my fucking team, the New York Jets, comes in. We were beating them up by 21, comes back to beat us in the fourth, and just outright kills us. And ever since then... The Jets got a thing for... Yeah,
0: hurting quarterbacks and yeah. letting young kids
1: come in and uh, do their thing Yeah, the Jets just don't know how to keep it consistent but uh, on that note but I do agree with you Cleveland Browns are on the right track for this year I don't know you know i like them going into the playoffs maybe uh, there's a lot of good AFC teams this year if they year. won
0: those games that they lost they yes, could be close. agreed agreed if if they, that, those losses are going to hurt them
1: though. yeah that they definitely nice. hurt them in the long run but you know they're looking towards the right track they're getting better now, the question is, was Josh Gordon, you know, getting rid of Josh Gordon was the right answer, yes or no?
0: I'm not going to say yes. For Baker's I'm not going to say no. You could have had a number one
1: target for him.
0: A huge... Another, well, one. another number one. They do have yeah. Jarvis
1: Landry. Jarvis is definitely a good wide receiver, but Josh Gordon, i I Gordon, don't, know what, I don't about, know what was
0: going on in that locker room, what was going on with that team. If yeah. he just did something that was the last straw, they had given him a lot of chances, but... I mean, he's getting his fit in New England. They're still playing well without him. I don't think he would have necessarily changed these losses, yeah. Josh Gordon. Because, I mean, in those games that they lost, they did put up, you know, 42 points, 23 points. They only got blown out in one game this year. So. Speaking,
1: you know, speaking about blowouts, because, I, you know, I keep hearing a lot of high-scoring numbers, right? There's been a lot of high-scoring games. And I want to go straight into the 2018 mid-years. And this is what I like to call the dream teams. And the shit teams. Everybody knows what that is. Dream teams, you know, these are the teams that we fucking like, what we think may go to the playoffs, may even go to the Super Bowl possibly, that we're just straight up fascinated about, that we just continuously, every time we turn on the TV, you're just admired by this fucking team. And then we got the shit teams, which we already know it's just self fucking explanatory. Shit teams straight up look like dog shit. They've made so many mistakes. Their coaching looks like shit. They're it just straight up, everything from pop, top to bottom, defense to offense, looks like straight garbage. Now, Brian guy, i want to get it straight to you. Who's your fucking dream team? And you're going to tell me why. And then who's your shit
0: team? And you're going to tell me why. I mean, my dream team, I got to go with the Rams. Okay. I and mean, they just look so good on both sides of the ball. 7-0, and last undefeated team left standing. I mean, they haven't scored less than 23 points in any game this season. They have what four wins by double figures 20 mm-hmm. point win 34 point win 29 point win they're just hurting teams out there Todd Gurley is an absolute beast. Y- yeah Todd you Gurley know, has Todd Gurley has scored more points this season than the Buffalo Bills as a team
1: yeah and you know you know what's gonna actually you know what's been blowing my mind this season is that for example you know they got guys like Jared Goff. They got guys like Robert Woods. They signed a guy like Brandon Cooks. Cooks. They, Cooper Cupp. They got Cooper Cup. Uh, They got Gurley. They have a defense that's named Aaron Donald, and Kinsue. They got guys to keep to leave and bring up the other quarterback
0: for me. Eric Flowers.
1: Eric know, Flowers.
0: Even though he's been playing, like, absolute shit this year. Yeah. And they're still winning games. Yeah, and, and they're right.
1: still somehow winning games. They're 7-0 and... They've just been on the right track. And you know who's really the true answer for that, I think, in the Rams organization? Hmm. I think it's Sean McVay, who is just a straight-up genius with the offensive playbook. Any way you look at it, he's always getting positive yardage. I have not seen this dude get anything less than negative yardage. Not that much. If You know, if no. I might add.
0: now He is a fantastic coach, and he's still young. He's...
1: They got a long they got a long way to go. I you know they got the they team. Do. They, do. they still got another half of this season to go. I'm not saying anything right now. They're 7 and 0. I'll keep my mouth shut for now on this LA Rams team, but let's just say we got to watch out for them.
0: Okay. Who's your fucking shit team? Well, they showed it on national television last Thursday, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. That team is yeah. a fucking stinker if there ever was one. They are just playing terribly in every facet. They've made an all-pro like David Johnson season look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Even their best player is playing like shit this year.
1: And now there, there's there been rumors that possibly Patrick Peterson is already calling out that he, he wants to be
0: treated. He wants out in the next few weeks, and that's not a good sign. A few
1: weeks isn't trade deadline October 30th?
0: Yeah, two weeks now. Yeah. Uh, less than two weeks. Less week than in, two week weeks half, away. No. So,
1: we got a week and a half to see Patrick Peterson. He wants out of Arizona. They got a guy like Josh Rosen who's... They thought was going to be the answer, now it's looking like pure dog shit. Their offense has no answers. David Johnson, who was a number one running back two years ago before the injuries, and now he just looks like a complete Nothing.
0: Nothing. Larry right. Fitzgerald. I feel he, bad. Hall of Fame career is coming to an end in a shitty, in a very shitty way. Shitty, this shitty
1: guy could have been on a Super Bowl possible team. He could have he could have been signed to any other team where he could have made answers. Like for example, where Patrick Peterson wants to go, New Orleans Saints. Easy. Guy like that, team could have could have used them easily. Yep. Now I'll jump in. To
0: my dream team and my shit team. Oh, just a correction Go on ahead. my end. It was Marcus Peters, not Eric Flowers. Sorry,
1: player. not Eric Flowers. Still Marcus playing Peters. like shit. Yes.
0: But okay. Marcus Peters, the name.
1: Of course. Okay. Thank you for actually re back and fixing your mistakes. I like that. Now, my fucking dream team is the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, let's just put it down. They've looked like Madden... When you're playing your fucking video game... On Rookie. On, on Rookie. You're like... Every time you want to feel like you're throwing the ball... And you want to throw the ball... They're fucking doing it. And this dude... Which I said before the year... And I've been... Listen... I, no offense, I do not mean to sound like an asshole, I hate to sound like an asshole, I'm actually a good guy, if you actually get to know me, I'm actually a good guy, but I'm gonna tell you something, I fucking told you, this. Patrick Mahomes was gonna be the fucking answer, people were worried, oh, I don't know, Alex Smith was there, Andy fucking Reed, no, no. Patrick Mahomes has done his justice, this dude got 22 over 2,200 yards in the before the... Week 8, he has 22 touchdowns and only 5 interceptions. Can you name another quarterback that has done better than that? Hmm, fu- I'm fucking waiting.
0: Not a time recently.
1: Okay, that's right. That, I that's, thought. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm even waiting for the that's, audience. That's some Peyton Manning and... That's stupid numbers. That's Madden. That's Madden rookie mode. Madden rookie mode. He looks like Steph Curry in the NFL. Now, another guy I want to bring up is Travis fucking Kelsey on that team. That guy's been the best in the league. Not only best in the league. Now... I want to reiterate, I'm a huge fantasy football fan, and everybody knows, if anybody listen, I'm a huge fantasy football fan, now one guy I love and a big fan of is a guy like Travis Kelsey, not only has he been the number one tight end in the fucking league, but this guy has been consistent year in and year out, this guy has not shown any t- signs of fucking slowing down, and this dude just non-stop a grind workhorse tight end, and I personally believe that he will have, hopefully, if they get the fucking Super Bowl rings, if Andy Reid really doesn't fucking choke, but Travis Kelsey, I could see him being better than Ron Garkowski by the end of his career, possibly. If he stays
0: healthy, why not? If he stays healthy. Ron he has been, he's been hurt out so here. many times, he's he's closed, He's already closed the gap.
1: Obviously. Yeah, 100%. Now, let's jump into the shit team before we go into break. My shit team of the fucking halftime 2018 year is none other than the guys that literally shared the same fucking stadium as my fucking boys, New York Jets, is the fucking New York Giants. Let me get ask you boys a question. And Brian, I don't want you to say anything. I'm I'm shooting it out to the audience because whoever listens to this and wants to comment on me after, go right ahead. Go to my Instagram. You have I have no problem. Alex Butaro underscore. You want to come comment on me? No problem. You can rip off me for all you want. I don't care. New York Giants, hear me out. You made a huge mistake getting Saquon Barkley. Now, am I saying Saquon Barkley is not a fucking great running back? If not, maybe one of the best running backs in the league? no. Have I not said that, Brian? This is facts. I have said the guy has been consistent. Guys made answers for you guys on the offense. But now I'm going to say this. The New York Giants made a huge mistake getting Saquon Barkley because Eli Manning is pure dog shit. This guy's been pure Horrible. dog shit for the past. Five out of the six seasons since they've made the the fucking playoffs. The guy can't move out of the pocket. He's 37 years old. He literally makes one move, and he's straight up done. If he steps out of the pocket, he's done. Because you know why? The O-line is garbage. Now, I'm going to calm down. I had a rip on them real quick. But, do you think I am maybe blowing out of proportion on the Saquon Barkley maybe being a mistake for the New York Giants, in terms of the draft?
0: Uh, It's a tough call. Like you said, the kid is an absolute beast. He's a beast, I, I he's went a to, beast! I went to the Eagles game where he had, what, 229 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. He is just, he shifts through tackles like nobody's business, but a running back was not the solution to solve, to fix With no
1: job. O-line, and not only that, when you had the number two pick and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. You know who looks good? And I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. Is my boy Sam Fucking Darnold. The guy looks good. Before 21 years old, he's played all seven games. And yes, he is, right now we're three and four. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. The guy showing real all-star potential at a starting QB level and listen the Jets don't have a good offensive uh, offensive line but has Sam Darnold made answers for us has given us touchdowns yes now to say that Eli Manning is your answer I'm sorry that is very wrong now when we come back we will get into the mid-season awards: our offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookies of the year, MVP, defensive player, coach of the year. You already know what it is. Me, Sally Gutters, A.K. Alex Buttar. We'll be right back with my boy bry Guy. You already know. You better fucking stay tuned. Yeah. Okay, okay. DJ, cut that shit. Alright, we're fucking back. Welcome back to the round table. Listen, Brian Guy, we're going right, jumping right back fucking into it. Mid-season awards. Listen, we got offensive rookies, defensive rookies, MVPs, defensive players, and coaches of the year, right? Now, me and you got a little bit of per- personal, you know... I got a little bit of a biased opinion sometimes, you know, here and there. But like, what what's what's the fucking deal? Who's your offensive
0: rookie of the year right now? Going through. The yeah, first I know you're gonna weeks. hate to hear it, but it's got to be Saquon. Kid is fuck fuck Saquon. Bucky. Fuck out of here. Kid's a goddamn beast. He's okay. A workhorse. He cannot be tackled. He's that game against the Eagles. They lost by 21, and he still put up. <laughs> An unreal effort 229 all-purpose yards A touchdown I think he had five or six catches Shit Kid is ridiculous Too bad he's stuck on a shit roster Where it's just going nowhere
1: Yeah, no And that and that's the case You know, I, I completely understand that. That's what we brought up You know, right before we went on break Is that You know, the Giants Don't get me wrong It's not like they did bad With picking Saquon Barkley Not saying that But was that the fucking answer at number two overall pick this year? At
0: one and six? Clearly not.
1: Clearly not. So, you know, you go with Barkley, but the reason why I'm not going with him is because this team is one and fucking six. Record speaks for itself, correct? So, I'm going to actually go with, and I'm being a little bit fucking biased, is my fucking boy Sam Darnold. The dude has been on a roll. Yes, with three and four, but the dude has been consistent. Not only, yes... Uh, once he throws an interception, it's not like he fumbles like Mark Sanchez and just doesn't know what to do after. Shout it.
0: out to the butt fumble.
1: Yeah, shout out to the butt fumble, you know. Uh speaking out loud to that. But like the case is is like Sam Darnold answers right back with throwing a touchdown or being consistent with getting the right passes or making the right play calls. You know what you know why I truly believe the Jets are three and four? I'll tell you why. It's because our offensive coordinator is I feel like it's not giving the right calls to Sam Darnold and to switch up when need be. So if that's the case, yes, we're three and four, but I still do like Sam Donald right now as Offensive Rookie of the Year. I have not seen anybody else other than Barkley. Yes, I agree with you. Barkley's been on a roll. But other than that, I have not seen guys being consistent. No. Baker, huh, you could say that, but he came in later. Josh Allen? That dude is basically already benched. He's already benched. Josh
0: Rosen should be benched. Josh Rosen <clears throat> de-
1: definitely should be benched. You know, and who else can you name? Guys is hurt. Uh, On Johnson, he's starting to build up now. Uh, Sony yeah. Michelle starting to build up now, but yeah. that's really all you could say. It's, all right, It's not a whole lot to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Alright, now let's
0: go right into Defensive Rookies of the Year. Who do you got? So well, far, you just went with your bias pick, so I'm gonna go with my bias pick. He's not a Falcon, but he's a Florida State Seminole, Derwin James from the Chargers. Oh, you I'm a little Bobby biased, James. but it's also he is having a great season. Yeah, for no, his, uh, for i his safety yeah, he's got Yeah, four, those numbers are stupid, 44 right? 44 tackles, what? An Dur- interception, couple of forced fumbles. He had,
1: hold on. Derwin James has 44 tackles, he has three and a half, three and sacks. half sacks
0: as a safety.
1: As a safety, and he has seven pass deflections and one interception, yes.
0: For seven weeks, that's, right. that's not bad. And he's leading a Chargers team that that's winning games. They look good.
1: Yeah, and honestly, you know, I actually like what the LA Chargers have been doing. They, they brought in, I feel like, the right system now. They're going to LA. I think not only is their offense doing uh consistent now not like last year i felt like they were inconsistent throughout the year i feel like now philip rivers is on a roll with this team but not only that i feel like their defense has been consistent you got their James, consistent. like you said very good pickup joey bosa they got a good pickup on that now my defensive rookie of the year pff, I, I don't know the, the reason why i'm picking this dude is because people were a little skeptical about him i i like my dude denzel ward uh, the reason why I like Denzel Ward is because people were skeptical about you know him being number four. Uh, like, why the fuck are you picking Denzel Ward before Brad before Bradley Chubb? Why are you picking this dude before Derwin James? Why are you picking this dude before a lot of people? People were questioning why Denzel Ward was picked number four. But listen. For a
0: quarterback, it's a high pick. It was yeah, it was, it was a risky, high pick was for a, risky a quarterback. Pick. It was a risky
1: pick. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something right now, though. He's actually put up the fucking numbers. Playing well. Now, let me look at it real quick. He has 41 combined tackles and three interceptions. That's not
0: bad. That's a pick for every, a
1: Cleveland that, Brown cornerback.
0: No. That's an interception every two games. He's on, yeah. he's on pace for around eight interceptions for the season. That's good.
1: That's good that's for a quarterback good. on the Cleveland Browns. And that's, that's all good I, for I gotta a quarterback say. Anywhere. On that. Yeah. Now, okay. We went in through the rookies. We went through that list. We're done with that. Fuck that. Now we're going into the MVPs Who do you got for the MVPs Brad I gotta
0: go with Patrick Mahomes <clears throat>
1: Okay Why do you like Patrick Mahomes MVP? He's
0: just been so electric Now do this you like him for the end season. of the
1: year though Let me jump that right into that for you uh,
0: Looking forward another 8 or 9 games
1: Do you think Patrick Mahomes has enough to last to become MVP for
0: the end of the year I think it's gonna end up going to Todd Gurley at the end of the year
1: you think Todd Gurley's going to get at the end
0: of the year? I think so. But you I, like Patrick Mahomes? I though. think I like Mahomes right now, based on his he stats, has. Put up the but you got to put it, you got to factor in right now. He has that one inflated game where we had what six or seven touchdowns, something like that. So yeah. he's got twenty-two, but six or seven came in one game. So right now, phenomenal mm-hmm. season. But Gurley already's got fourteen touchdowns, which is Agreed. ridiculous. He still got another eight or nine games. That offensive line is set. The rest of the offense is set to take the attention off of him. Mm-hmm. I think he could. You know he could come close to Ladainian the, the Tomlinson's touchdown record first. Yeah, uh, it's gonna Ta- be. It's Ta- gonna Ta- be. Mike
1: definitely putting up the numbers. I do like your pick right now in terms of Mahomes. Now, I'm gonna go on a different route. I'm actually gonna go outside the box. Probably you wouldn't pick this guy, but I like this dude. I'm actually gonna go with a guy that actually kicked our ass this past weekend. Is my dude Adam Phelan. I feel like Beast. this dude has been none other. Then absolutely fucking consistent. He has nonstop been consistent and he has put up 100 plus yards in seven straight games. He has 67 receptions, 822 yards before week eight, and he has five total touchdowns. So he's on peace right now. He's on pace for have what? They,
0: have they played their bye yet? Have they played six or seven games? Let me check that
1: out. Please check that for me. But right now, Adam Thielen, I personally like him. He's
0: my personal. They played favorite. seven games, so he's averaging just shy of ten receptions a game for over yeah. hundred and twenty yards a game and almost a touchdown a game. So he's on pace for. And this is out. why
1: Bright Guy's my stat man. Thank you.
0: Jesus hey. Christ, he's on pace for stupid numbers.
1: Yeah, for stupid numbers wow. for a wide receiver now. Numbers. Now the reason why I like Adam Thielen. Now listen, people are gonna be like, "Yo, why should we get Adam Thielen?" You know, right now, what? The the Minnesota Vikings are four two and one. Am I not correct? They're not bad. They're not bad, but they could be better. Technically, with a guy that they brought in, Kirk Cousins, they paid stupid money to. Now, the why did I pick Adam Thielen? The reason why is the dude was undrafted. Dude came out of double A college. He came out of community college from Minnesota. They bring him in. He's a not trying to be biased. He's a white wide receiver that is putting up stupid, stupid numbers, and he's surpassing. Guys, that you will not believe in terms of Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, um, Mike Evans, Odell Beckham. Psh, I can't even bring up Odell Beckham because then he's not even putting up numbers this year. Um, who, who else can you even name? AJ Green. AJ Green. He's surpassing AJ Green right now. Even his co partner in crime in Stefan Diggs. So I really believe not only can Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen is my MVP right now. And he will, I declare him my MP, MVP at the end of the
0: year. I'm it's declaring bold, him my it's MVP. A bold statement, but it's possible.
1: I I just feel like the numbers that he's putting up. Yes, Kirk Cousins is. Oh, bringing if he keeps the those ball. up.
0: He's on pace for what 150 catches for 1,800 yards, yeah. 15 touchdowns. Yeah, that's 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 an MVP, right? That's just that, that, that's crazy.
1: it. And you know, people will say, why did you pick wide receiver as an MVP? Well, guess what? Why not? This dude is putting up the numbers to prove it. That's all I gotta say. Now, wanna end. Quickly, defensive player, coach of the year. Let's bang these out.
0: Uh, uh defensive you... player. Right now, I got Von Miller. You got Von Miller again. Okay. I mean, dude, consistent year. Yeah, in. Von Miller year has in, year out. Let's see, what is he at? Twenty-nine, 29 tackles, seven and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. Yeah, in seven games, so he's on pace for about sixteen plus sacks for the season. Yeah, a bunch of fumbles, which one will turn into a touchdown guarantee that going forward. Yeah,
1: of course. And, Von, you know, listen, now don't get me wrong, though. Von Miller's putting up the numbers. Now, is the statistics mean the standings for the Broncos in comparison to that? They, no, they're 3-4 and four right now. But they'd
0: be 0-7 without that defense.
1: Oh, agreed, agreed, agreed. Yes, without Von Miller producing what he's doing, yes, they could be 0-7 and my... I'm just going to say my New York Jets did beat them, so facts, shout out to that. Facts. Now, my defensive player of the year is I'm going outside the box again you wouldn't think of this dude he's a defensive end and he's from a team that is not doing good right now yes it's like Alex you just said Saquon Barkley he was on a shit team not producing well guess what I think that this team regardless may make the playoffs winning right now going forward is The Seattle Seahawks, and I got my guy Frank Clark. Frank Clark right now, yes, he he may have small numbers, you think, but I feel like he's been outright consistent through the first seven weeks of the year. He has 14 tackles for a defensive end. He has five and a half sacks already for a defensive end. He has three forced fumbles already as a defensive end. And not only that, to top it all off as a defensive end, He has one interception for 26 yards. So, can I say that he could be a possible defensive player of the year? Yes, if the Seattle starts putting up the numbers and starts winning games. But right now, I'm gonna go with for the end of the year. Who are you going with for for the end of the year though? You sticking with Von Miller? You're gonna stick with Von Miller? Now, yes, I like Frank Clark right now. Am I gonna say he's my defensive player of the year? No, I'm gonna go with my guy Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald so. is a fucking animal. Dude has already eight sacks. He's putting up the numbers. Guy is on peace for getting one sack per, more than one sack per game. And yeah, he's just putting up stupid numbers right now. So right now my pick is going to be for the end of the year is Aaron Donald. Am I right? We'll find fucking now. Now, coach of the fucking year so far. Who do you have
0: coach of the year so far? Bry guy, go. As much as it pains me to say, as Falcons fan,
1: yeah, Falcons fan, you guys say it. I got, you say it. You put it down here. You put it on the paper.
0: I got Sean Payton. Ah, uh, that Saints team is playing one. so very well. They had a off. I mean, they had, they could have came back from last season after mm-hmm. that crushing loss and just shit the bed, but shit the bed. they look like especially with an older. They look like with an older
1: with an older QB. Yeah,
0: and they just look like a contender again. Drew Brees is just killing it, <laughs> shattering Peyton Manning's records left and right, just yep. chopping them down. He's taking them down, down one by one. They could easily be a 13-3 and three team, get a home field, and in that dome, it's a hard possibly place. Possibly be, be a Super Bowl team. Very possibly, that I don't see. Very It's going to be tough with the Rams out there,
1: too, with but that offense, they're, with up, the, there. they're listen, up there. Listen, they got Alvin Kamara, who's been consistent, even without Mark Ingram being suspended for the first four games from yeah. my Ed. Now, Michael Thomas begins to throughout the year. Now, their offense has been looking good. Defense has been a little bit skeptical. Little a little bit suspect. That's why people have been a little skeptical about the Saints. But I feel like if they make the move to go get Patrick Peterson, which he wants to come to the New Orleans Saints, make the move. If you're smart, go make the move. Now, I don't think he's the coach of the year right now, though. No. I'm actually right, going right. to go with a team that's in the AFC. And it's gonna go with a guy that you may not think of. I'm going out of the box again. Is Anthony Lynn from the LA Chargers? That Anthony Lynn has produced a team where you didn't know what you're gonna do with Phil Rivers. You didn't know what you're gonna be consistent with the offense, and you didn't know what you're gonna get out of the defense because they were been on and off last year. Now, right now, so far, they're five and two in the first seven weeks, and their defense has been consistent. Like I said, we brought up numbers for Derwin James. Phillip Rivers has been putting up stupid numbers. Has over two thousand yeah. yards already right now. Melvin Gordon's been consistent. Not only is Keenan Allen been an answer, but we have guys such as uh, Terrell Williams, and their pass rush has been none other than consistent all the way up. They've been the top ten, de- uh, top ten teams in the league. Joy so. Person. That's why I'm a huge fan of the Chargers right now, and I'm I actually going to go with Lynn for the rest of the year. I'm not going to even bring up the other guy, Sean McVay. I understand he's 7-0 right now, but, bro, he got... It's expected. It's expected when you bring in all those guys. He had
0: all the Super Bowl hype, so he's now, expected to win.
1: I do believe that Anthony Lynn could possibly win Coach of the Year if he gets and stays on the right track. He wins and, 10
0: games, he's got a very good chance.
1: Yeah, now, when we fucking return... We're gonna end the podcast on a high fucking note. You already know it, kid. year all right. We got the after after time countdown starting from five, going to four, three, two, one. With my b- boy, bride guy. We got questions and we got fucking answers for you and our personal opinions. When we return, you already know, kid. You fucking
0: heard.
1: Okay, welcome back. How y'all doing? Yes, it is me. It is Alex Butara, A.K.A. Sally Gutters. I am back with my co-host Brian McHugh. Tell him what's up, Brian guy. What's going on? What's going on? Listen, and before you know, we went on a break, and before we end this podcast on a you know on on a big note, uh, I, first of all, I want to rephrase of what this. Last topic is this last topic is not the after time countdown, it is the overtime countdown. Let me rephrase that it is not the after time countdown, it is the overtime countdown. Yes, I had to put a little emphasis on it. Okay, so. In the overtime countdown, bright guy, you know what it is. I'm going to give you five questions, meaning you're going to go back and forth, right? We're going to start from five, work our way down to four, three, two, one, all right? And, yeah, we're just going to answer with our freaking honest opinions, okay? Let's do this. Let's fucking do it. Okay, here we go. Question number five. Which current division leader will be missing the playoffs, and who will take its
0: rightful place? Um... I got the Redskins blowing their division in the NFC. In the NFC East. Okay. And I think uh, I think the Eagles are gonna get their shit together, finally start playing like the. Super- they're gonna wake the fuck up. They're gonna wake the fuck up. Philly, wake the fuck up, Brian's telling you. But even though he despises yeah. your team. Yeah, go fuck yourselves for not gonna start the playoffs last year, but. Yeah. You're gonna get your act together, and I also think Washington's gonna fall off a little bit. I think they're looking at maybe an eight and eight finish. I think Philly's going to come in around 9 and 7, 10 and 6.
1: Okay. Uh, Let me go with my NFC team real quick because uh, I actually didn't go in the NFC East. I actually went a little bit different. I went into the NFC North. Uh, I actually do not believe in the Minnesota Vikings, even though I do believe they're a good team. I believe in Adam Thielen, you know, getting the MVP. Do I believe that they're going to be the division leaders? No, I do believe Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron fucking Rodgers is going to bring it back. He's going to bring it back to the skin of his teeth and win the division. Now, who do you got, Brian Guy, currently losing the AFC, their division right now?
0: Out of division leaders.
1: Who do you who do you got AFC,
0: right now? AFC, I'm going to go with Houston. You're going to ah, go with Houston? Still okay. Still not sold on that team. And you know, you again- don't
1: believe in Deshaun? You don't believe in DeAndre Hopkins?
0: I just don't think they got it all together right now. Okay. The running game's kind of iffy. The secondaries, you know, whatever. They got DJ okay. Watt, but... And I got them going down to another team that's going to get his shit together, the Jaguars.
1: You really believe, after Jacksonville's complete meltdown this weekend, do you believe that they're going to kick it back
0: up and get back into the playoffs like last year? I think the addition of Carlos Hyde is going to help. That was a good trade for them to make. Fournette will be back eventually. The defense is still the defense. I think I think they're going to take it. It's going to be another close division. And I think that division winner is going to probably have nine wins at the most.
1: Okay. uh, Well, for me, you know, listen, I do like Houston winning that division. To be honest with you, I don't see Jackson. I think Jacksonville gets by a wild card. I do not see them winning the division. However, I'm going with a different division. I'm going to... Not the NFC North. I'm going to the AFC North. Because right now, currently, the Steelers are the number one division leaders in the AFC North. However, 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 I am believing that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to come back. And yes, they are, what, they're currently four and three, and the Steelers are three, two, and one, if I'm not mistaken. Or... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me, let me rephrase that for you guys. And I just had it up. My God. No, you had it right. Oh, I did have it right. Four and three
0: yeah. against three, two and
1: one. Okay. Three, okay. So right now, the Steelers are currently three, two, and one, and Cincinnati Bengals four and three. I feel like they do have their shit together. They have a better defense than the Pittsburgh Steelers and anyone else in the in the AFC North. Baltimore Ravens. I feel like they have, a, they don't have, uh, they have a good enough defense. Do I believe they're better than Cincinnati Bengals on offense? No. So that's why I'm going with the Bengals taking over the Steelers in that division. Now, question number four: Who is the biggest draft bust currently for you, bright guy?
0: I'm gonna go with the man quarterbacking the team that I said was the shittiest team in the NFL, and that's the Arizona Cardinals, and that's Josh Rosen. Okay. Josh overall pick, and that kid does not look like he but, knows what the fuck he's doing on the face. Boy, hold on, Thursday hold on. Night. I got
1: to make a couple excuses. Got to make a couple of excuses. I know last night, the other night, I know the other night was terrible. It was, it was bad. It was bad. But listen, yeah, I got an old Larry Fitzgerald. Yes, but he got an injured David Johnson. And currently, can you name anyone else after that? Not much.
0: So, maybe can we give him a break? I don't know, you're still throwing passes to the defense No matter matter who your receivers are If you're throwing it directly to the defense, that's on you Okay,
1: okay Well listen, I'm actually going Not with that QB, I'm actually going with another QB And my QB is fucking Josh Allen Listen guys, listen The Bills made a huge mistake going with this guy Because not only is this guy Possibly a, a racist You know, at the age of At a very young age, he was a possible racist You know we shall see. But uh, this dude is known to have a big-ass arm and to possibly throw currently easily 70 yards down the field, no problem. 60 yards, easy, no not, problem. Just not accurately. Just not accurately, but he could throw down the field. He's like a Joe Flacco, right? But he's known for his arm. The only touchdowns i see in this dude get is rushing touchdowns. Now let me ask you something. If you're known for your arm, and you got to work on your arm. And a QB's known for their arm. Why are you rushing the ball for touchdowns? Listen, you're, you're, making, you're making a huge mistake, white dude, white guy. Listen, you may be big and tall, but you will see a big train coming. You're making a big mistake rushing the ball instead of throwing the ball. So guess what, Josh Allen? You're my biggest draft bust for this current year. Okay, now, question number three. guy, Amari Cooper, Dallas. Like it? No. Yes? No?
0: Maybe so? Tell me. I'm confused by it. Fucking deal came out of nowhere. I mean, Dallas needed a receiver, but they gave up a lot for a guy who has had a solid season and going on two years now. Okay. Even this year, not doing terribly much. Oakland, once again, I don't know what's going on there. Just so they're going full on fire. But I'm gonna hack like Stephen Florida A. on playoffs. you. So, but the question
1: is, do you like the trade or no? Yes or no.
0: I like the trade for Oakland. Okay, for Oakland, Getting a first-round pick, they've basically given up already. And I'm going to go... Marshall Lynch on IR, Khalil Khalil Mack, already traded. If you're going to get a first-round pick for him, now you have three first-round picks next year, it's a good deal. You were going nowhere this year at one and five. Amari Cooper's had best years are behind him, so a first-round pick... Best years
1: are behind him? Didn't he just get drafted, what, not even three years ago?
0: I think closer to four now. Okay. And he hasn't had a good year in two of those four. Uh, Okay, well, listen. And halfway through this year. Well, one, Derek Carr was hurt
1: now i'm going to say this right now i do not believe this was a good trade on dallas's end i'm going to tell you why because like you said amari cooper has been inconsistent and to be a number one receiver you have to be consistent and is he worth a first round pick right now only four years in and hasn't really fully proven himself to be a top 10 at least a top 10 receiver And the answer is fucking no. So for Dallas, you made a big mistake there. Yes, Belle. Lovely Belle is wagging her tail because she's going nuts. She loves us right now. It's all goody, though. We're finishing up and wrapping up the podcast, Bell. I know you need to go take a shit. It's all good, though. We're finishing up. Here we go, Bri. Question number fucking two. The most disappointing team for you right now from before the year... What they were received, what they currently had on their roster, what they had on, on on paper, and what they look like currently right now, who is the most disappointing team for you, Bryguy? guy?
0: It to, doesn't need to be the
1: shittiest team, Bryguy. guy. remember that.
0: It's got to be the team we were just talking about that chucky doll led fucking Oakland Raiders team. One in five, coming into the season with a fully healthy team, and then they decided, oh, you know what? Let's trade Khalil Mann. And not only that, they and just
1: paid $100 million to Jar Rooted, by the way.
0: Yes. For a one in five team right now. Yeah. That should have much more wins than that. He looks Gar- just regardless.
1: as bad. He looks just as bad as Cleveland Browns' Hugh Jack... Jack- Jackson, Jackman, whatever the hell you want to call him, in last year's season. But I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going with Oakland. I'm actually going to go with the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. Ye- Philadelphia Eagles, yes, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to fucking say it here. And guess what? A couple of my boys are Philadelphia Eagles fans. Well, guess what? If you're hearing this, I'm going to tell you something right now. Your team looks like shit. One, none of you guys are hurt currently right now. Yes, Carson Wentz just came back from an injury. But I'm telling you something right now. Are you going to sit here and tell me from a Super Bowl winning team you're now currently don't have a good enough defense to stop off offenses in the league and your offense has not produced to a Super Bowl contender as of right now and you're not winning the division? This is huge question marks. Now, Brian says you're going to fucking... Get your act together. I don't believe you're going to get your act together. I think you're the most disappointing team in the fucking league right now. And you're currently, and you're still going to be the most disappointing team. Now, Bell, we're going to go make sure you're going to take a shit soon. But we're going to finish this last question. The final question. Last but not least, question number one. Which coach is going to be fired or is on the hot seat by the end of this season?
0: Well... I watched this guy coach in person last week on TV this past week against myself, and he has looked like absolute shit both times all year, Pat fucking Shermer. Yeah, that team is atrocious, that going for two on Monday night was so fucking weird, I don't care if anyone says, oh, if you go for two, you can still go for two the next time, or you could just kick the extra point and stay within the fucking game, but that's just me but that team is horrible. He does not have the balls. Well, listen, to he doesn't have the balls to bench Eli Manning who looks yeah, awful. He look he looks horrific. Now,
1: listen, uh, there's one thing I, I do have to say is that they just brought in this coach, you know, um they had they've had a lot of the empty gaps going into the season. Now, I'm not putting that on anyone else. And I'm not and I'm going to also say this. We're not coaches here. We're we're just telling our fucking opinion and we're not saying we're gonna tell them how to do their job. But listen, straight up, Pat Sherman, wake the fuck up, bro. Like literally, you just extended this dude to Odell Beckham and you haven't given him the ball. He's literally one of the top receivers in the league. Hands down, maybe possibly the best. But you gotta give him the ball sometime. And two, Elon Manning, once he backs up three fucking steps, he can't move anywhere else. Once he moves forward, he's done. That that O-line is collapsing. So honestly, Pat Shermer, you gotta wake yourself the fuck up and do something about it, because I'm going to tell you something right now, Pat Shermer, you're making a big mistake down in New York, and you may get yourself kicked out, and a shoe right up your ass, now, I'm not going to go with Pat Shermer, though, I'm actually going to go with a dude this past weekend that actually blew my mind, because I'm going to tell you something, Brad Guy, this is a weak division, right, you're thinking a weak division, if it's close you want to make sure you're, you're as close in games as possible. You're not going to try blow, to yes, blow up games, game right? Because every game counts, correct? But for for some reason, this dude, yes, he may be a rookie coach, but for, for some reason, this dude to decide to make a huge, outstanding decision. And I'm going to talk about Mike Vrabel, the Tennessee Titans head coach. Because last week, he decided in London, where this is not a home game or away game. This is literally an away game on both sides. This is even neutral zone, right? You Decide to instead of tie up the game, you decide to go for a game-winning two-point conversion or possibly a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken, right? Two-point conversion. conversion. If I'm not mistaken, they scored the game tie touchdown. touchdown,
0: What would
1: have been would have been a game tie touchdown, and they decided to go for a two-point conversion instead of an extra point instead of going into overtime, right? Now, if the division is weak as S, you decide to make the decision of going for a big win instead of going to overtime. That's a huge red flag in my book, Brian Guy, when your team is competing for a possible playoff contender where this was a huge question mark on the team last year already.
0: Didn't make any sense. And now you're
1: making a huge question mark he just, just got right there. just all the
0: momentum. You scored the game-winning touchdown. Kick the extra point. Go into overtime. Take that momentum and just fucking win there.
1: It just blew my mind. <laughs> it just really blew my mind. But we're going to end it on that, on the coaches that are really on the hot seat. Listen, boys. If you're hearing me now, Mike Rabel and Pat Shermer, I know you may not listen to me because I'm from fucking Staten Island for bro But you better listen to me, you heard? You're shit right now. You better get your act together. Listen. Thank you, Brian McHugh, for coming out and getting on the round table and speaking out your fucking opinion on the NFL season right now currently.
0: My pleasure, man. Can't wait to come back talk
1: some more shop of course you're gonna be back on the show listen he may be my permanent co-host at this point because he's been on almost every podcast and i want to say thank you again for always supporting That's thank right. you to my go my, my my boys my boys <laughs> my boys king kai rico ronnie raw zach lands mike siciliani kevin Keane, ryan carney all you boys you name it even though I haven't shouted you out. You already know. Steven Nar- Naraho freaking uh, Matthew Newberry. I'll need, I'm will need. i not going to name everybody because you already know. I'm shouting you guys all out for thank you for the support. Now listen, you better stay fucking tuned. Because not only am I the standout weatherman, dude. I'm the fucking hype man. I got fucking artists coming up. I got fucking boys that want to speak their opinion. Now... If you ain't listening, you're stupid if you ain't listening. But thank you for listening to the round table. Y'all have a good rest of the evening. Yeah.